0: good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to Coffee Connections. My name is Seth Weiner, and I am your Roctioneer. Uh, gorgeous, cool, chilly day here in Atlanta. If you walked outside this morning, you probably got confused and said, wait a second, it's December again. But it's not. It's spring. I could tell because the birds are, like, making nests everywhere in my neighborhood here. But, as always, that's not why you're here. Why are you here? You're here because today we're talking with Edwin Link. Georgia Lions Lighthouse Foundation he's the executive director Uh, and over the last 16 years he's got experience in the nonprofit human uh, services education and youth development sector Uh, Edwin enjoys the process of bringing people together creating the roadmap and leading the uh, overarching strategy. Being the director of the Georgia Lions Lighthouse Foundation, he leads the efforts in connecting the uninsured and underinsured Georgians uh, to vision and hearing care. So I'm going to have him talk all about this. Uh, He's worked alongside 22 other team members uh, and manages a $7 million budget year over year. So let me go ahead and bring Edwin into the program here. I'm a little rusty, but there we go. And uh, that's it. Hey, (laughs) how are you?
1: I'm well. Good morning, Seth. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm doing well. I had a little too much coffee this morning. Yeah. But speaking of coffee, are you a coffee drinker?
1: I am a coffee drinker. Um, yeah. yeah. If the, of all the vices I keep, that is the one that I maintain.
0: Okay. You got a coffee mug by chance?
1: I do indeed. It's right here. This one has been with me for, oh man, I want to say at least 18 years, believe it or not.
0: And it hasn't broken. How? No. Do you, how do you do that? Uh, I don't, you
1: know, quite honestly, I don't, I almost don't want to think about it too much because I'm afraid if I do, I'll, uh, I'll drop it or something will happen. It's, it's, it's definitely lived through some, some things, but, um, yes. otherwise it's my stalwart partner day and day. All on. right.
0: I have a coffee mug that's old, uh, from a high school band <laughs> high, when, when I was in high school, uh, 90s, I think it was a 95 or 96 mug. So, and that's lasted, uh, the trick to that probably not using it that often but yeah. um but it has lasted it's funny and then you think you know you, often you think about giving people gifts you're like oh should i give them a coffee mug and then you think in your head in your cabinet you're like if they're over 40 they probably have more coffee mugs than anyone needs
1: <laughs> i'm telling you i always accept uh that coffee <laughs> mugs are fine because i use them so often
0: all right um are you uh, dark roast light roast medium roast what are you
1: I am a dark roast. I prefer, um, uh, you know, depending on the size, about half a raw sugar and uh, just one little creamer is, is pretty much the balance that I look for every day.
0: And are you uh, more of a homebrew or do you like going to Starbucks or do you have a maybe a favorite local spot?
1: Yeah, all the above. I actually um, way back when I when I was beginning uh, <laughs> as a uh, an artist and actor, I used to work for Starbucks. So Strangely enough, there's an affinity there, but yes, if I can if I can visit local, I'm going to visit local.
0: All right. Well, uh, I'm going to hand the mic over to you. Uh, sure. Please fill everyone in about what you do here. Let's. Uh, yeah. Sure.
1: Well, uh, the Georgia Lines Lighthouse Foundation is um, quite often a lesser known nonprofit, but we've been around for over 73 years, and and we exist as Seth shared earlier to connect uninsured and underinsured Georgians to to vision care. Um, that's how we started uh, back in 1949. And the vision of our founder was Tom Bingham, who was in an Atlanta and himself came into blindness much later in life and saw a need to create an organization that could support Georgians, particularly in preventative care. Um, and we've, we've long existed. Um, the reality is, is right as of today, there's 1.4 million Georgians uninsured. There's 52 counties in the state of Georgia that have no access to vision care currently. Uh, Those two things combined create a pretty bleak picture, but we're happy um, to be an organization that by way of mobile clinics, as well as brick and mortar clinics to provide the the preventative care. Uh, A little lesser known fact about us too, Seth, that I like sharing with folks is uh, we make glasses. Uh, We have over 63,000 different frames in stock and we have two opticians on staff who fabricate the lenses right here at our headquarters in Chambly and then we dispense those glasses. A uh, Georgian can come see us uh, for services, get no uh, no cost for the vision exam, and uh, can buy a pair of glasses for starting as low as $15. Um, and we know comparatively to the commercial market, that is a, a tremendous relief to them. And what's most important, though, is that that individual is now provided clear vision and can go back and, and ideally thrive. We also support surgeries. We've supported already um, and are on place to support over 350 vision surgeries before the end of June, uh, which we're really excited about because those are truly vision-saving surgeries that allow individuals to go back into uh, their life. We recently had a story. One uh, woman came to us and was completely dependent upon her sister uh, to take her places because of some glaucoma uh, that she was experiencing. She, by way of a number of people in our network, found out about our care, we were able to get her into an ophthalmologist and have that. She is now able to drive. She is now able to go to the grocery store on her own. She still likes spending time with her sister, but the end result is an individual who now is back in their community, thriving, and, and contributing in all the ways we would hope they could, and they would want to. Um, so the mission is, is long and proud, and I'm most excited to share with you tele-optometry exam uh, clinic. So our, our, hmm. our mobile vision clinics have all been throughout, all the, uh, throughout the entire state, serving Georgians everywhere. But we also recognize that the number of opti- optometrists in the state is uh, not keeping up with the demand. And uh, they are not geographically equitably distributed, meaning doctors are not in many, many different spaces. We wanted to take advantage of newer technologies to ensure that doctors could visit patients where they were and in parts of the states that have no access to doctors. And uh, this week we're launching with the Ben Missell Clinic in downtown Atlanta. They are a a fantastic clinic that offers um, uh, people who need it uh, dental care. Uh, They've been a long partner of ours and we're happy to launch the teleoptometry program with them this week, after which we will be working with uh, federally qualified health clinics throughout the state. Uh, to offer this services and pilot it over the next year. We, we have a lot to learn, but I can tell you right now, early projections are that we can more than triple the number of Georgians we serve um, in a given year with this program.
0: Wow. Okay. So hold on a second. Now you've yeah. to triple, I've uh, yeah. got a lot of notes here. So to triple that though, that's a lot of cost. So we're going to, we're gonna have to talk about where you get that money because that yep, like, absolutely. that's a lot of growth. So these telehealth clinics, uh, uh, the, when you first said that, I'm thinking, like I can get my eyes, my vision checked here on the computer from home. Is that what you're saying or is it, I, I misunderstand you?
1: No, it, yeah, yeah, so Georgia law would uh, be such that we have to have uh, in-person care. And so what we're okay. doing is we have in our current mobile clinics <clears throat> that work with volunteer doctors, in-person volunteer doctors, they'll go to a site, they'll work with that doctor that day to meet, greet the patients and and, and provide them comprehensive vision exams. The only difference a patient mm-hmm. would experience is that now they're still going to work with our clinic staff, um, but that there will be a live um, optometrist, a Georgia licensed optometrist on a video screen who's actually operating some of the, the hardware and and the machines that are there. These are cutting edge technology that they can remotely uh, drive, but it is live. It is happening. So
0: you have a volunteer that's setting, it's like helping move the stuff. And then the doctor is... is i got you
1: yep is is they are at home with their coffee uh sitting (laughs) down behind the screen but they are actually seeing everything they're seeing the retinal scans (laughs) they're seeing everything live Mm -hmm. action so that they can actually talk to the patient ask them it's really incredible because what it's going to do for us and most importantly for the patient is provide a quality of care that one they deserve and two um it's going to give us the opportunity to bring again doctors into spaces where Volunteer doctors are great, but I, it's hard to talk them into driving four hours to see 25, right. yeah. 50 patients.
0: No, that's that's incredible. I mean, that, that's incredible and it makes a lot of sense. Is there a light? Does a lighthouse exist elsewhere?
1: Yeah, so it's interesting. We're, we're not a, a uh, consolidated group, meaning there are lighthouses throughout the country. Um, some do vision, some do hearing, some do multiple cares. Mm-hmm. Um, it just so happens that our founders uh, named us as the Lighthouse, and we are a separate five hundred one c three. I will say this though, we actually reach out to many of them, and and just unofficially have a consortium, if you will. We trade uh, best practices, secrets, and uh, mm-hmm. we talk often about what's working uh, in the field.
0: Oh, that that's great. And then uh, so they exist elsewhere, but then Georgia Lions is is a is its own thing as well, right? yeah
1: that's right so we tom bingham the gentleman i told you about our founder was himself a, a member of the atlanta lions club of which i'm a member of as well we're lucky to have partnered with all of the clubs throughout the state of georgia from our inception to, to currently now so they'll volunteer at our clinics uh they run our eyeglass recycling center which is north america's largest eyeglass recycling center which is located right here in Shambly. so if any of your, your listeners and viewers have ever dropped off a pair of glasses at their local hardware store or with their Lions Club, it's coming back to us. We're uh, with volunteers, Lions. We're, we're washing those glasses. We're reading the prescription on them, and then we're distributing them that through medical mission trips throughout the entire world. So it's an international impact. Yeah. We're Georgia-focused, but we have international impact by way of that recycling program.
0: And how many mobile clinics do you guys have at the moment?
1: Yeah, we, we, we're gonna do more, that's the good news. So right now we've, we've provided somewhere about 500 uh, different vision exams uh, through our mobile clinics throughout the state. Um, so that ranges anywhere between 50 to 52. What's so wonderful about the teleoptometry program and why it's so needed is we're moving from a place of, we'd have to go, we could only go to a local uh, community Once we found a volunteer doctor who could go with us and provide the services, we now have autonomy over that with this new program where we'll be able to just schedule it as long as the resources, our staff and the vans are available to go. And what's even better, too, is because of the the mitigation of time with a volunteer doctor, we're going to go from a place of serving about, on average, anywhere between 7 and 12 patients in a single clinic we're going to go anywhere from 15 to 25 patients now, um, which really is just going to give us an economy of scale that we previously did not have.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I, I, this just in, I just got a note. It says that uh, you'll be, oh, delivering the glasses by drone. No, kidding.
1: <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's next step. We'll see if we can get uh, through Georgia code on that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So you've got this great you know, mission and you're, and you're serving it and you've got all, you're growing how you're able to do it. And that's amazing. But how does someone that's uninsured or just not insured enough know to find you all? How, do, how are you reaching out to people?
1: It's through, it's through our existing network is through the doctors themselves. Um, we find them as our number one <laughs> referral site. Of course, our website is a great resource to go find out more about us. And then secondly, the lions and other volunteer organizations that work with us are by far and away our best referral system. Um, you know, a lot of people say we're the best kept secret. The reality is, is the need is so high that we are teaming up with local charity clinics to really then give the wraparound services that people have in their own communities. We really want to abstain from this whole come, drop in into a community, providing services and then leaving. And so what a local charity clinic allows us to do in providing services, that patient can get a continuity of services beyond vision care or anything else that we provide.
0: So that, yeah, so... And what about the schools? You mentioned, like, like what's the statistic on kids? So it was a pretty large we, one.
1: Exactly. Um, I think it was, uh, and I, I don't quote me on this, but in Metro Atlanta alone, there's 72,000 young people who um, are in need just based on um, social determinants of health statistics that are in need of a, a full vision exam. The reality is, is our organization alone right now, as it stands, uh, could not necessarily meet that need. But we know the need is high among schools. We're so very happy that we provide the full continuum of eye care. So from a basic screening that a volunteer like a lion does in Cobb County, we have one of the most active eye screening programs through our Lions Club up there. They screen the kids, which can be done by volunteers with very cool technology. They then refer the kids that need full uh, vision exams to us. We provide them that. And by the way, uh, kids who come into our service, if they need glasses, they get uh, their first pair of glasses is absolutely free. We do not charge them for it. Uh, that's a service we're happy to provide.
0: Incredible. Now, what got you what got you to want to work for this organization and to become the of executive director? Did you were you, you mentioned you were a lion? So were you a Lions Club member before? Like, what's your story and pathway here?
1: Yeah, I, I come from a family of Lions, right? My my uh, father-in-law and his, his father were Lions up in North Carolina. So I've always been close to, to that volunteer and that service uh, mindset. But most interesting, I was recently working for the Boys and Girls Clubs of America National Headquarters here in Atlanta. And while I loved the work and the entirety of everything I got to do, I saw a specific need primarily based on, on basic service and basic health service needs, right, and that I felt um, that I could be of service in. And so when this opportunity came along, I jumped at it. I, this is such a critical stopgap. We know that the need for um, services is only going to grow. Our population is aging and the number of people living in poverty is growing at an exponential rate. That's just the bad news. And so this organization, the Georgia Lines Lighthouse Foundation, sits at the, the front line of that in some real basic needs way. The reality is if, if folks can't get the vision services they need, the obstacles are only going to be that much greater and much more insurmountable. I'm happy to say, though, by way of our services, those obstacles can almost all but be obliterated.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah that makes a lot of sense. So well, that's great. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to funding this because yeah. it takes uh, – well, first of all, you said you jumped at the opportunity. I don't think you jumped. You're a lion. You pounced.
1: Yeah. There it is. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> for sure.
0: Uh, but um, – but yeah, so funding this, uh, where where's the is the funds coming from? Is it just just Lion Club members, or what exactly? How do y'all raise they the funds? They are
1: fund? a huge constituent base, of which, of course, we're so thankful for. And I will say this: um, Lions Clubs leaders who existed well before my time, and in so many ways existed before, they they built an endowment and previous leaders built an endowment. I will say we're one of the lucky nonprofits that we have those investment incomes that help provide some level of operating income. As anyone will tell you though, we need partners far and wide. So we are able to gather funds, necessary funds to drive our critical mission through grants and foundations. We count on corporate partners, major gifts and individuals, um, and of course our Lions Clubs throughout the state.
0: And, uh, and then you do some uh, nifty fundraisers as well. Folks, Please. you can go to lionslighthouse.org uh, and make a donation there. Uh, that's lionslighthouse.org. But yeah, you also have some fun, fun, fundraisers. I believe you have something uh, running up pretty soon, huh?
1: We do. This weekend, we'd ask anybody to come join us for the Strides for Sight and Sound. This is our inaugural walk. Um, it is this Saturday, April, and we're doing um, peer-to-peer fundraising, meaning you can right now google strides for sight sound i promise you'll find it it's an easy to find website uh you can create an individual page or create a team page and just reach out to your your own network the great news about this type of walk event too is that of course we'd love to have you here in shamley georgia if you can't make it if you're somewhere in the southern part of the state northern or quite frankly if you're in decatur and you can't make it <laughs> do not worry you can still reach out to your your friends and family raise those um critical funds. And you can even do a sleep in if you want. I'm going to let some people off the hook here, Seth, but feel free yeah. to, to celebrate however you wish. Um, but just the same, it's, it's really that peer-to-peer getting the word out there and helping us raise this. Yeah,
0: things. no, that's that's great. And that's uh, one of the things that definitely a lot of organizations uh, innovated their ways uh, by doing things like that in the peer-to-peer. And uh, because often fundraising isn't just about uh, raising funds is about raising awareness and creating right. new donors. And you do that, uh, your annual event is, uh, and I have the pleasure of working with you all this year, yeah. um, but the that annual event, you yep. typically have a lot of folks that are learning about your organization that night, and yep. then you're asking them to open their wallets and give. That's uh, right. Talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So the evening in the end zone is the, the an annual fall event that we host um, typically with our friends at the Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, um, they are almost always our presenting sponsor. Little known fact about the Georgia Lions Lighthouse Foundation is that, uh, Peach Bowl was started as a charity college, uh, collegiate football game in to drive revenue for our cause. Um, mm-hmm. it has since professionalized and grown tremendously as anyone uh, can tell just by looking at it. however, they're still near and dear to our uh, us and they they uh, they are kindly supporting us. but yeah, every October or thereabouts we host an event. Uh, last year it was at uh, at the college Football Hall of Fame. we're happy again, I can tell you right now uh, put it uh, mark your calendars for October 17th. Uh, We'll be hosting it again, where we'll be celebrating uh, the most recently crowned UGA champions, as well as the 1980 UGA football championship team. Uh, I can't Mm -hmm. announce the the guests who will be honoring that night just yet, but I promise you their names you'll know and that you'll want to hear from and come celebrate. So for all those UGA fans out there and just college football fans, come out. It's a great cause. We'll celebrate college football. But most importantly, we'll celebrate a good cause in supporting our local Georgians.
0: Yeah. And, you know, if you have a a specialty cocktail, may I suggest one with high C, you know? Yes. (laughs) I can't help it. I haven't had, I haven't been able to release some puns in a minute here, you know? Yeah, Um, I
1: love that idea.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, yeah. So again, I want to direct folks to your website, lionslighthouse.org. And is there anything that um, we didn't cover or hit on that you wanted to uh, bring up?
1: No, we just, I direct anyone to our, our website, please sign up for our newsletter. Um, we we happily distribute that quite often, um, but I promise it, it's news that'll help inform me about what we're doing and why this this critical area of vision care is so absolutely important to us and to, to Georgians throughout the state.
0: Awesome, well, thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy man um, and a former neighbor too. That was always, that was That's funny right. to know that. We, we lived in the same neighborhood, but didn't know each other. Um, I am going to be headed out of town next uh this weekend because I am going to be on a nurse cruise. So to get myself ready, I got a stethoscope <laughs> with a microphone.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> so that's uh that's how I prepare for things. Uh, uh I can't but, even
1: imagine where you found that set.
0: <laughs> oh no, I made it. I made it. Oh, I, I found it in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but, uh, yeah, thanks for your time. Before I let you go, is there an organization, uh, an innovator in the Atlanta nonprofit world you'd like to recommend to be Absolutely. right here in your shoes on Coffee yeah, Connections? I,
1: I would definitely recommend that the Senior Vice President for Programs and Operations at the Boys and Girls Clubs of Metro Atlanta, Lorraine Jackson, um, come on the show, tell you a little bit about what they're up to and, and some of the, the fundraising efforts that they have underway.
0: That'd be great. Well, thanks so much, folks. We'll be back. Um, yeah, Thursday. Wow, with Kids Boost. Kids Boost. Uh, this is a this is an interesting organization. If you haven't heard of them, they do, and I don't know enough about them yet. So I just know a little bit that they work with kids, and the kids get to do fundraising, and it's almost like a an accelerator for kids to learn how to fundraise. And um, we're going to find out all about that, uh, and here on Thursday, uh, April twenty first. But uh, again lionslighthouse.org Edwin thank you so much everyone we'll see you on Thursday have a